It's the Mark and Hoobie Show, featuring this week's guest, Zach Myers of Shinedown. What's up? It is the Mark and Hoogie Show, and uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We got a good friend of yours, Hoogie, joining us on the show today. Yeah, longtime friend. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Zach Myers from the band Shinedown, and uh, now Smith & Myers. Quite a big yeah. buzz buzz going on with them lately. Yeah, and that's kind of cool. So we're, we're going to chat with him about that because uh, I want to kind of get more info on that. And, and that's something that's kind of been in the works for a while now, but I think due to the whole COVID thing, everything kind of got pushed back. Um, but now they can actually talk about it. So <laughs> COVID's <laughs> so definitely changed cool. a lot of things for us. So it actually, yeah, it really has. Uh, and uh, really quick, by the way, speaking of COVID and things changing, everybody's wearing masks now and we've sold so many masks uh, of the Mark and Hoogie masks. You, you look at that. Look at that. Beautiful. Beautiful. We've sold a ton of those. So thanks to everybody who's purchased those and the guitar picks. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty surprised how many people have reached out. And uh, it's been overwhelming, the support that you guys have uh, given us. Uh, we've actually reached 10 shows now. We're double digits. Yeah. Yeah, we have. So pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, uh, I am I didn't think we'd make it past five. I'll be quite honest. Hoogie was a bit more optimistic. I, I still am. <laughs> You are. You're the you're the optimist of the group. So, all right, let's get to it. Zach Myers from Shine Down and Smith and Myers, our guest today on the Mark and Oogie Show. All right, yeah, here we go. It is the Mark and Hoogie Show, and our special guest this week is Mr. Zach Myers of the band Shine Down, and uh, now Smith and Myers as well. Welcome, dude. Thanks for joining Hi. us. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I guess we can kind of talk the Smith & Myers uh, stuff now that it's uh, it's officially, I guess, been released. You guys kind of released a couple songs. And uh, uh, so how did how did that, I guess, all kind of come to fruition? Obviously, um, you know, you, you know, Brent pretty well since you're in a band with him and you have been for many years. But but uh, what, what was the decision to then be like, OK, let's go do this kind of side project thing? I mean, for us, it was... You know, it started in 2013 when we were doing Amaryllis and we had kind of the radio and the a bunch of radio stations and our label really wanted us to do some covers. But with Shine Down, we are, we're going to be tied to a cover song for the rest of our lives. You know, so it's like yeah. we were like, well, we don't want to do this at Shine Down because we already have the Simple Man thing that's kind of with us forever. So what we did was we just did them, just me and Brent, and we called them Smith and Myers. I don't want to say it's a fluke, but. We just put it out there. We recorded the whole album in two days. I mean, it was five songs a day. Five of the songs uh, were one take. The videos that are on YouTube are like, we didn't go back in and like, you know, act like we were in the studio making a video. Like you're actually watching us track the song, like hmm. on the YouTube thing. So we put it out and it did really well. Like, you know, honestly, we put it out and forgot that it even came out. It wasn't, we didn't promote it anything and then it just came out and it did really well so i told Brent, i'm like what if we try to do a couple shows with this so we went out and did a tour and all the shows sold out and like within a week so it became this thing to where you know it was a viable project so one night we're on stage at starlin ballroom 
um, do we did two nights and in the middle of the show, I'll kind of, you know, if you, and you know anything about Shinedown Print, there's a talker, loves to talk on stage. That's Hoogie's <laughs> sounds, looks shocked by this, but, um, <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, we were on stage and I just kind of like, we'll vamp in the background, like play a song or whatever and play something. And, um, in the middle of it, he's like, I know everybody keeps asking us about a new Smith and Myers record. I just wanted you guys to know that next year we're going to go and make a double album. And I'm like, I mean, like the record stops. Like I just kind of slowly just like stop <laughs> playing guitar. And I'm like, we had never discussed this. Like this was <laughs> never like we weren't even talking about making another record. And he goes on stage and says, we're and then again, we're doing a music choice interview in New York. Music choice, obviously huge network. It's on every TV in the world. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, we're making a double album. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> now a double album later, uh, here I am. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And it, unfortunately with everything that's going on, um, I, I don't know, like, I, do you guys have some shows planned for maybe like later this year or, or next year? I know that you guys have already rescheduled the Shinedown uh, North American tour to, to yeah, next we- we um yeah we pushed everything back. I mean I don't know I don't know if we're gonna do that. We'll do the deep dive tour. Uh, when I don't know. So I, I don't think anything's really. We didn't really reschedule anything with China. We rescheduled twice, and instead of rescheduling a third time, we gave everybody refunds because you know we don't know where we are right now in this thing. So it's like we don't know what we're gonna do. But we um basically um we have three shows with Smith and Myers as of right now. They're all drive-in shows. Um, the reason they are driving shows is because it, it was felt like the only way to do it, taking the proper precautions, you know, like we yeah. didn't, I didn't want to show up to a show and it'd be in the middle of a field. There's 5,000 people smashed in together. Like some people have in Nashville recently and other things. So it's like, you know, yeah. we're not trying to get bad press over trying to get out and play shows. So they're all driving shows. I know that like the spots are like eight, 10, 10 by 16. And then all the spots in the middle are empty. So it's like people can get out of their cars and like, but you know, oh, that's cool. it, it's still socially distanced, you know, and then there's right. no PA. Um, it's like through like a radio station. So it's going to be, I don't know. Mm. We'll see. I've never done it before. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens. And then, um, shine down. So what, so what's the deal? Like is shine down going to be, uh, working on some new stuff too, then since you got all this time on your hands. Yeah. I, mean... I know that, I know that we're about four songs in to writing the new record right now. Uh, Eric and Brent started out, which is kind of how the record started last time, which is them two writing. And then mm. I'll come in and write with Eric and Brent. And then I think me, Dave Bassett and Eric and Brent will write together and maybe just me, Dave and Brent. And then I think maybe Eric, Dave and Brent will write. And then, uh, yeah, I'm where Eric and Brent have been writing for about three or four weeks now. And they've sent me four songs and they're, I, I love every song. So, you know, I, Eric's Eric's so creative right now. You know, his he finished his record. Um, he wrote a graphic novel and hmm. finished his record. And his record is phenomenal. And it's I'm, awesome. I, promise, I promise you I'm not saying this because he's yeah. in my band. Like, I know how talented he is. And when he sent me the record, I still couldn't believe how good it was. Start like, to I finish. Would, just, it, is, it is. It's amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. It is truly like. I can't wait for people to hear it. Like I'm either, I'm getting chills talking about it. Like it yeah. is truly like, I'm so proud of him because if you know anything about Eric, he's one of the most talented people you'll ever meet. Also can be one of the most insecure people you'll ever meet about his own talent. It's very odd because he's the most talented person in our band by <laughs> leaps and bounds. And he gets down on himself about certain things. And he was texting me throughout the process of this going, 
ah, this sucks. Like one day it sucks and one day it's great. You yeah. know, but it's like, I listened to it, man. And like, I felt like a mom texting him. Like I basically texted him. was like, okay, I can't text you about this record anymore. Like you're going to start thinking that it's fake. <laughs> how like how much I'm like blowing you up about this. But like, I listened to it one night and was just like, I was like in tears. Like I was so happy that he hmm. did it. It's a big step for him to do something like that. And he's singing on everything. He plays oh, wow. everything, everything on. It, he played correct? everything. He played the drums, the bass, the keys, the guitar, everything. Yeah. And it's, it's, wow. I mean, honestly, man, it's, it's, it's better than 80% of the records I've heard come out in the last few <laughs> years. Yeah, it's it's stellar. So that's where we are. We're about four songs into the new Shinedown record, but who knows? You know, we we could end up being 30 before we actually go make a record. So right. yeah, unfortunately. But I will I, I will say this, and I'm not just kissing your ass on this one either, because if if I didn't think it, I just wouldn't say it at all. You guys definitely have gotten better every album gets better which should be the ultimate goal i think for every band is that every album you know you, you grow you get better you you mature and you try new things but um you know attention attention by far i i, I think the the best shine down album and, and the success you guys got from it i think proves that as well um that that it is the you know an, an amazing album i so. i agree i'm not attention attention is one of my favorite records I, there was just something special about making that record the fact that and i know hoogie's in here right now but it was just the band and hoogie was the no label yeah. people coming in you know we had two great engineers eric Ricker and doug mckean who we've known for a long time doug mckean who worked on sound of Madness and amaryllis but it was just us hmm. and you know yeah. it was there was no it you know it was a band making their own record which on paper everyone kind of goes oh no they're they're self-producing but it's like yeah. you know listen man when you make a when you make a great steak, the food speaks for itself. You know what I mean. So it's like we made a great record with Eric producing the record, and you know, honestly, Eric and Hoogie and Brent were kind of in there the most. You know, with along with Doug, but it's like you know Barry and I would come in and out and do our stuff and then leave and then come back. And truly, man, it was just a it was a fun. I had that record and Threat to Survival had the most fun making. The reason I had fun making Threat was we had taken 19 months off from touring we hadn't seen each other in a while it, it was hmm. still you know when amaryllis ended there was a lot of tensions nothing horrible but you could tell we were kind of at the end of our rope and when we made threat we were never we were never in the same studio at the same time i think maybe like two days we were and then it was just really cool to man like you know i would be in a studio doing guitars Barry would be in a studio setting up drums to do, you know, the next couple songs. There's five producers on that record. And I think what people would think about is there's five people in one room producing one song. That's not what it means. It's like we gave Eric two songs. We gave Dave Bassett five songs. We gave this, you know, people we co-wrote with got to produce their own songs, which ended up being really fun. But with, with, with attention, it was just, it felt really organic making a record. And, and also, you know, we, I think we get, like you said, I think we do get better at writing songs just because, I don't know, Madness, I think there was 96 demos. Wow. Amaryllis was 67 songs written. <laughs> Threat was 38, and Attention was only like, we only wrote like 18 songs, and yeah. we made like wow. a 13-song record. Just it was it was pretty cool. Like from my you know, aspect, never getting to be involved in a studio project and doing this for twenty years and being that fly on the wall and watching you guys create these songs and 
now to sit back and listen to it and be like, oh, I remember this day, you know, you know, we did X, Y, Z to accomplish yeah. whatever. Like it was just, yeah, it was quite, uh, hear, quite the fir first experience for me. You hear the word Satan every time you listen to Evolve. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why I hear that every single time. There was a joke where it says, there's a Brent does a vocal and he says, say it. But Doug McKean edited it one day to say it's a Satan as a joke. And now every time I listen to that song, all I hear is Satan. <laughs> Pretty great. Hoogie, for you, I you know, I, I can't even imagine how you felt being in this studio again for the first time. And then, like, could you even kind of feel like, oh, my God, there's something pretty special here like this is going to be this the band's biggest album like could you feel that as they're as they were recording every, and produced every day was 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 something special you know I, i'd get there before the guys every morning and i'd sort of open up the studio uh Ooh. get it get it ready for them and then you know they would all roll in and, and be like hey we're gonna try this this and this today i get it all ready and you know it would just be cool to, to watch them chase after these sounds and and tones and you know eric had just this amazing vision and uh you know everybody uh executed it you know flawlessly hmm. so it's pretty Amazing. fun yeah um really quick i want to talk about atlas falls as well because that was a song that never really made the cut uh for previous albums then you guys ended up uh releasing it a few months back and it's now become a huge hit you guys have raised a ton of money for uh for um direct, direct relief yeah. yeah and um that's got to be kind of cool too to see one of those songs that first off again ne for some reason or another it, it just it never made an album cut and then you release it and and now it really it's almost as if it was meant to not be released when it was because it almost was meant it, it's like I, I don't know as if maybe the world knew that <laughs> no it's not the right time yet and and then now is the right time to to release it it's funny you know we, you talk about those songs it's like that kind of are all encompassing over time, right? That song was written in 2011. Wow. Uh, we co-wrote that with a guy named Zach Malloy. He was the singer of the band, the Nixons in the nineties oh, yeah. and, and a great songwriter. Mm. Um, and uh, we wrote that. And honestly, there's five songs that we tracked for Amaryllis that didn't make it to the record. One of them, we kind of released on a Japanese edition, which was called never going to let go, which mm. has kind of become like a more Smith and Myers song. But um, there's a song called Sleep that I've talked about before in interviews, which is probably one of my favorite Shinedown songs ever written that never made it to a record. Um, Atlas Falls was one of them. There's a song called uh, – I'm, 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 my mind's slipping. Undertow that was written for that. Um, but, yeah, it, it felt – you know, it was honestly – the direct relief thing was Brent's idea. It was – you know, I've always wanted to re-release some of those songs, but when it came to time to do that, Brent was like, you know, instead of us printing Shinedown masks or, or you know, yeah. trying to jump on this bandwagon, you know, he I'm really proud of him, man. He kind of got online and, and knew nothing about what a pandemic was. He knew nothing about anything. So he just went and researched this stuff and he mm. found a company that was, you know, nonpartisan that, you know, are completely just involved in the medical field. They don't have a side to this. They just give right. medical, they give medical staff their instruments to do their jobs, whether it be scrubs, masks, gloves, testing supplies, anything they need, um, you know, syringes, uh, IVs, anything they need that direct relief takes care of that. Right. So it was Brent's idea. And he said, what if we did Atlas Falls? And hmm. I went back and listened to it and I was like, wow, what a, 
what a prolific moment to realize that that song that was written nine years ago fits perfectly into this situation that we're in in the world. Yeah. And it just, it made perfect sense. And he was like, what if we did a shirt? And, you know, and me and Kent, our merch guy, have done our merch for the last eight, nine years now. Mm. And Brent, I had nothing to do with the shirt. That was all Brent Smith. So um, I'm really proud of him. He, he really stepped up to the plate. And now we're at, we're approaching uh, $400,000 that we've wow. raised for this. It's yeah. amazing. Awesome, it's cool, man. man. And Very the song cool. went number one, which like, it, it, yeah, it wasn't a single. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's that. So honestly, man, shout out to radio because Hoogie knows this as well as anybody. You know, we were never, our band was never MTV darlings, Rolling Stone. You know, we, we built our band on live shows and radio. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that radio kind of stepped up and started playing this song that wasn't a single. They basically came to us and were like, Hey, listen, we're going to play this whether you like it or not. Yeah. So they, they played it and then it went number one, which is, you know, and it, now we hold the the most number ones of all time for mainstream rock. It's, it's uh, and we tied Tom Petty for the most top tens of all time in wow. rock. So it's, it's just a real surreal, you know, I don't really know how to feel about it still. It, it's kind of, you know, I'm still like, I'm still the kid with posters on my wall, you know, of other bands. So it's like to be in, <laughs> I, to be in that company is like it doesn't it doesn't seem real. I yeah. I can I can attest to a certain radio station in my area. Every time I <laughs> seem to start my car, hmm, radio station. It seems to be on. Well, yes, good. well, we well I purposely it play it every morning because I I know who 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 he's listening to. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, play a little uh, a little edition of Would You Rather, the Zach Myers edition. It's coming up in just a couple minutes here on The Mark and Hoogie Show. Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com. Adventure Mystic is Mystic Connecticut's premier paddle sports destination, featuring bike, kayak, and paddleboard rentals, sunrise, sunset, and full moon paddle events, kayak and paddleboard lessons, tours, and private parties, paddleboards, skateboards, snowboards, and so much more. Now shipping anywhere in North America. Order online at adventuremystic.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today. SIT Strings is celebrating 40 years. We believe that great tone starts with great strings. Manufactured in Akron, Ohio, we're a small but mighty company made up of guitar players, bass players, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, country music fans, metalheads, 80s rockers, and even the occasional jam band guy. Visit us online at sitstrings.com. The meanest beard products in the world. Hoogie here, and I gotta tell you, I've been utilizing the meanest beard product in the world for some time right now. It's helped my beard come in full, luscious, and, well, what more can I say? Save 15% using the meanest beard discount code MB15MH. Find us on the web at meanbeardco.com. Why leave the house to go shopping when you can buy from your couch? Buyfromyourcouch.com strives to give their customers unique quality products and service at the absolute best price. Choose from one of their fashionable and washable masks and keep yourself and others safe. Plus, check out their top quality shirts, bar supplies, and more. Just visit buyfromyourcouch.com. Conquer Rides and Rods, Canada's largest aftermarket V-Twin parts retailer for Harley-Davidson and Indian Motorcycle. 
vehicles. We also carry the latest biker clothing lines and accessories. Free Canadian shipping on orders over $50. Meeting or beating all Canadian online pricing. Check out Conquer.ca. That's Conquer with a K. Instagram at Conquer Rides and Rods. Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today. Guitar gifts for you. A personalized guitar strap. They're embroidered, affordable, and professional-looking for that electric, acoustic, classical, or even bass guitar player. All guitar straps sold are genuine Levy's products, and they're all fully adjustable. GuitarGiftsForYou.com. That's GuitarGifts, the number four, the letter U, dot com. What's up? This is Tommy Vex from Bad Wolves, and you're watching the Mark and Hoogie Show. Hey, welcome back to the Mark and Hoogie Show. We have the Would You Rather Zach Myers edition. So, Zach, we're going to give you two options. And uh, from there, you know, you can uh, decide what you'd like. Shit stresses me out, man. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I've got some good ones. We haven't even even started. He's like, I'm stressed out. (laughs) Well, you know, our bass player used to get online and do these questions in the morning on Instagram. And it like, it would be like the most stressful questions of all time. Like, this is not the way to start your day, man. All right. Well, let's kick it off. So, Zach, would you rather have really slow internet all the time? Or really bad phone signal. Uh, really bad phone signal. Okay. Yeah. So you don't care about you can you can you can FaceTime audio. You can you know do all these things now as long as you got Wi-Fi. So yeah, give me. I'm mean, I'm kind of in that right now. Right now, I have bad my phone service where I live. I look kind of live, you know I live out there. You've been to my house. I I um I I don't have great phone service out here. So okay, we'll go with that then. Sometimes I don't have great internet out here either, which kind of sucks. <laughs> That's the one bad thing about kind of living out away from the city, right? You got to kind yeah. of make some sacrifices, and yeah, the internet's normally pretty good, but it's lately it's kind of been a well. They out. say that internet has gotten slower everywhere because so many people are working from home now, yeah, right? I Everybody's working from home and yeah. and logged in, right? So and watching Netflix and all that shit. So, um, so yeah, internet's just slow everywhere now, and all I these internet the companies, yeah, 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 they got to upgrade their servers and everything. Yeah. So, uh, would you rather pay taxes and keep your best friends or never have to pay taxes again, but you lose your best friends? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This is, this is sore for me because I just paid my taxes this year and it, <laughs> it hurt me really bad, which listen means you, I guess you mean, I, so they tell me, I mean, you had a great year. I'm still <laughs> trying, I'm still trying to fundraise to pay mine. Dude. <laughs> Man, my taxes, my taxes hurt my feelings this year. Um, um, I I would pay taxes and keep all my friends. Wow. Even and it's a sore subject right now. <laughs> I'm like thinking about all my friends. Like, what do they bring positive to my life that I could that I wouldn't have to pay X amount of dollars for? Yeah. All right. Well, so would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous supervillain? I kind of like anonymity when it comes to charitable things like that. So I would probably say unknown superhero for me. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Would you rather lose the ability to use GPS forever or a cell phone forever? And you can't use the GPS on the cell phone. So this is so stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Does he, he's got a Tesla. So does it, does 
No GPS. No GPS at all or no cell phone at all. Uh, no GPS. I, I got to have a cell phone. <laughs> You'll figure it out. It'll, it'll, like Hoogie said on one of our previous shows, you, okay, just, you find somebody this, in this, town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember stopping in towns on tours back in the day and like, you remember you'd have to go to, so does this include like MapQuest? Yeah, nothing. No GPS at all. Like, no. Nah. Wow. Yeah. You know, most of the cities that I go to now, sadly, I know how to navigate around. My biggest, <laughs> uh, one of my biggest sadnesses came when I realized I didn't need a GPS in Los Angeles. I was like, oh no, I've been here too many times. Yeah. I don't know how to get around. <laughs> Same thing, you know, at Charleston, I can get myself around. Nashville, I can get myself around. So yeah, mm. I'm good. No GPS. Let's do this. All right. <laughs> Let's get lost. Let's get lost in Montana somewhere. <laughs> Alrighty. So would you rather go back to the past to meet your loved ones or go to the future to meet your grandchildren? Uh, go back to the past to meet my loved ones. I would love to, I would love to, I'm really into like lately I've kind of gotten into like family lineage and stuff like that. So I would love to okay. do that. Um, and I just hope I would stay healthy enough to meet my grandkids anyway. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, would you, I, I don't know if you're a big foodie. I am. Okay, Ooh, this might be a tough one. All right. Uh, would you rather eat the same meal every day or never get to eat out again? I don't I I mean I, I can I mean I, I don't really get I don't really get the question because it's like so I can eat out again? So you have to eat the same meal every day, all right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you eat the same meal every day. So if I go out, I can. If I but go yeah, out, but it still has to be pizza or something, pizza. right? Okay. Yeah. But okay. you can still eat out. Yeah. You can, if you pick ribs, you only get ribs the rest of your life. Yeah. You know if you, or I got to say you're a great cook, man. <laughs> would, oh I yeah. Rather, Hoogie has I, told me about your cook. Like you yeah, guys cook at like the shows and everything, right? Yeah, I like you're like, but you're a big day. barbecue guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, I cook, I uh, I cook everything, but I cook every day. I would say, uh, never get out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you wouldn't go wrong. I mean, yeah, I, I, I know how to cook. So, yes, you know, like I and I, I I I enjoy the finer meats and selections of life that I try to order offline and find and scourge and hunt. And Usually, when when I, when I'm smoking something, you and Barry are the first two I'll text and I'll ask like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. about to cook this," and yeah, you'll usually <laughs> shoot off a few uh, uh, you know yeah. recipes or ways of the meat. Yeah, man, I'm I'm into it. I I, I can easily never eat that again. Yeah. yeah. What well, uh? So what's your like? What's your favorite? Dude? meal that you cook then is it would it be like a, a barbecue item like a brisket or pulled pork or my I, I i'm super into like nicer like more high-end steaks yeah i do love I, lo I do love doing steak but i also like also like really love making stuff like fried rice and i love making i've so i've gotten in, really gotten into uh making homemade pizza um lately so my son my youngest son avery is obsessed with this uh uh uh, Giannardo Corello video. It's on Jamie Oliver's YouTube food channel. And it's a eight minute video about making Neapolitan style pizza. And I've watched this video and I'm not exaggerating at least 200 times during quarantine. 
If you take the amount of days that we've been in quarantine, I at least watch it twice a day, sometimes more. So when I got home, I ordered a bunch <laughs> of, re- you know, because listen, you can go, you can make, you can or you can buy dough at the store. You can do yeah. you can make dough with like basic Pillsbury white flour. But the real kind of Italian way to make pizza is they use a certain kind of flour. It's called double yes. zero flour. Yeah. So I got some double zero flour. I got some Italian semolino. I got some real like really good mozzarella cheese. Some real uh, San Marzona tomatoes. Nice. Like I went like all out. So did it up. I got I got home and I literally did not have to watch this video again. And I made the dough and the pizza without even because I knew the entire video. <laughs> like mentally, I can tell you right now, if you would like to make listen, if you would like to make four portions, like a good medium sized pizza. Here's what you need. Are you ready for this? this I'm is ready. There's no look. There's nothing behind me. I'm just reading. I'm gonna write this need, down. You Hang need five hundred. You're grams. recording it. Yeah, you're recording it. Yo, oh yeah, yeah. Five hundred <laughs> grams of strong flour. I would use a double zero flour. Then you need seven grams of yeast. You put that in three hundred and twenty-five milliliters of warm water. Stir that up. You let it sit for a while. You pour that into the dough or into the flour. You mix it. You keep mixing it. Keep mixing it. Keep. I do it all by hand too. I don't do it in a mixer like some like some wiener. I, I'm oh, going to get in there. My, oh, yeah. My Nona always said, my old Nona, like even up until she was 95, always said, no, you got to use your hands. You got to put your hands, hands in. Just you like gotta, salad. Gotta, hands. It's same thing with any food. And you got to be yeah. close to it, right? You want to touch yeah. it, you know? So I, even with ribs, like when I pull ribs off the smoker, like I'm grabbing yeah. them with my hands. I take a towel. I got to feel it. So yeah. you do that. Um, you uh, Also a tablespoon of salt, but you mix the salt in because yeast doesn't like salt. Fun fact. So uh. it won't rise as much. So you mix that in. Then you let it rest, right? So you 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 do it all. You you cut that up into four portions. You let it rest for at least three hours, and it doubles in size. Then you you roll it out to however you want it. I push out. Um, you take a, about a full spoon of San Marzano tomatoes. You put that on. Then you do a little bit of salt, some Parmesan, real Parmesan cheese, no bullshit, no bullshit like a, Parmesan like, cheese. You want like a Reggiano or something? Like right? like a real Parmigiano Reggiano, like like that. And then you put your mozzarella on, whatever toppings you want on. And what I've learned is you don't do the whole 350, 450. You put it on broil. Like you put it on as hot as it can get. And I'm actually building a pizza stone now in the backyard. I'm building a pizza Of course pizza you oven. are. Of course. <laughs> and you put it in there and that's how you do it. So I, I told you that whole video by scratch. You don't have to go watch it now. But if you do want to watch it, look up pizza making video. It's in like the top five. Well, amazing. Well, that's that's this week's Would You Rather. All right, there, there you go. go. And, and, we'll put, and we'll put a link to the pizza video in, uh, in the, the description. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, I, I just want to say really quick, like, can I come to your house and, and eat? This, sure I, or just, yeah, like, I want to come try this pizza Anytime. and I want to come to a show and try this barbecue now. Anytime, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just following you guys from city to city. Let's just go to back eat. on tour. Mackenzie, like why you quit your job just to follow Sean and yeah, just for the food, just for the food. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh we, we usually, when we're on a tour with other bands, we usually cook about twice a week and we try to make enough for all the buses and all the trucks on the tour. So nice. we'll do, yeah. you know, 14 racks of ribs in a day, uh, you know, eight shoulders, um, 12 or 13 chickens. Oof. Yeah. It's delicious. I didn't eat lunch. I'm hungry now. I'm starving right yeah. now, man. I haven't, eat, I haven't eaten either. I'm dying. Awesome. All well, right. There, there you go. Would you rather on the Mark and Hoogie show? Um, okay. We're going to do some listener questions coming up right. uh, in just a couple minutes right here on the Mark and Hoogie show. Stay tuned. Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com. 
Rev Amplification is committed to innovation, tone, and service. Check out the new Alpha Series, the all-new G20 and D20, as well as our great line of pedals. The plan from the start with the G Series pedals was to recreate the tone of our amplifiers. You can pick that up in one of the three options, the G2, G3, and G4 pedals, and they're available today over at RevAmplification.com. Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today. Prestige Guitars. We manufacture both solid and semi-hollow body electric guitars, bass guitars, and acoustics using only the top components. Whether you're on stage, in the studio, or at home, Prestige Guitars will ensure that you sound, feel, and look the best each and every time you pick it up. Check out our new custom shop online at PrestigeGuitars.com. Bestronics Pro Audio, providing high-end and durable audio cables for the professional musician. All cables are custom-made to order and manufactured right in the USA using premium components. Check out our custom pedal board and rack builds. Visit best-tronics.com. And don't forget to follow us on our socials. Homegrown Boone's Bourbon, founded by American singer-songwriter Tyler Boone from the Strike Pig Distillery in Charleston, South Carolina. It's 117% proof, 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley. True American-made bourbon, aged in brand-new American white oak charred barrels. Order a bottle online today. DrinkBoonesBourbon.com. Will soon be available in Edmonton, Canada, and in Europe. Hey, what's going on? I'm Danny Wallstop. You're watching the Mark and Hoogie Show. Enjoy. And we're back with the Mark and Hoogie Show, and Zach Myers is our guest today. We're going to have you guys ask some questions now. We've had a couple uh, people send in their questions for, for Zach. So, uh, all right. Here you go, man. Question number one. Hi, I'm Ella. I'm nine. I wondered how you and the band get ready before a show. How do we get ready before a show? Well, thank you for your question, uh, sweetheart. Um, we... um. We do a lot of different, we, it's weird. We all kind of do different things, right? So Eric will kind of start stretching. Brent gets ready before everybody. Brent starts getting ready about an hour out. Uh, me, Bear, and Eric are like, they're like 15 minutes till show. And we're like, shit. <laughs> so, um, I like that. I Ho- usually, Hoogie's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. So I get a. Dude, um, you don't know how many times Eric's come to the stage and he's like, I forgot my belt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Like I'm taping all his pants time. up. Like. Dude, it's it's ridiculous, man. How many how many gaff tape belts Eric has had to wear uh, <laughs> yeah. during a show? Um, um, yeah. So uh, Brent will start. Brent tapes. Brent has a Brent has the biggest routine. Um, Brent tapes his ankles. He goes in the shower. He does a warm up. He gets dressed. He gets undressed. He doesn't like what he's wearing. He drinks hot water a bunch of times. Uh, Barry starts warming up about forty minutes before the show. He'll go in the drum room, get after uh, it. Um, I usually. An hour out, you forgot. Oh, uh, doo doo time, yeah. Doo, so doo doo time has been a tradition. Man, what twelve years now? Uh, I'm sorry, doo doo time. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It's not what it sounds like. No one. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that, that's that's usually when you take the core shine down people, the the yeah. core crew guys, the lifer and, guys, and, yeah. and a, a few guys in the band, and we all get in the shower together. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, uh, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just because it has better, just because it has better audio. So listen, and. Everybody gets a beer or a water, whatever they drink, and we we get in a circle. And Barry, the drummer, he counts it off: three, two, one. And at the top of your, you take a deep breath, and at the, as loud as you can, you just yell, 
yelled, do, do, do three times as hard as you can. But, but then you don't long. take a it's drink. It's like a 20 second. It's like, yeah. It's like a long yeah. thing. So if you're walking in the hallways and you don't know what's going on, you're oh, like, it's, it's yeah. my favorite to watch like security people or like massage therapists or all the people who are around, you know, kind of in the dressing room or near the dressing room hear that. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So and then you cheers everybody. You get everybody a crazy eye. You have your drink and you go, you go. All right. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, okay. that's been, that started our, our old lighting guy, our first lighting guy, Scott Ali, who is a, a huge part of our family. Um, used to ask Barry what kind of beers we got that day. And he, they used to, back in then they would drink really heavy beers like Chimay blue label, Chimay white label, like all these crazy beers. So Scott Ali would, he rub his hands and go, Oh, do do what kind of beers do we have? So we called yeah. started calling it do 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 do. Yeah. And that's where it's, that's where it started. Um, but yeah, Eric, Eric, Eric's one of the last ones to get ready. Just like me. I take my time. Um, I get a massage before every show, which sounds like a diva thing to do, but you know, we, we hurt our bodies out there. Eric gets a massage yeah. after every show. So yeah, that's that's kind of that's what we do to get ready. I I really just we have a quiet room that I originally made for the band. That's just the band, uh, no crew unless you knock. You know, you can't just walk in the quiet room. It's called the goodie room, and uh, I'm the only person who uses it. So they just call it my dressing room, now, which <laughs> makes me sound like an ultimate douchebag. But I'm just uh, you know what? When Barry doesn't feel good, he uses it. Barry will go lay down in there when he's not feeling good. Okay. So there's the answer to your question. <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's go to uh, question number two. Hi, Zach. It's Nicole Bailey from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. I had a question for you. I was wondering if there was a show that stuck out in your mind where you had an extra special connection to the audience or had an overwhelming emotional experience. I know as a big Shinedown fan that myself and all the other fans around me we get to experience the emotion from the music and your performance. But I was just wondering um, if there's a moment that stood out where you felt that connection extra special. Thanks. Oh, the Baileys. Um, hi, Baileys. Uh, <laughs> I, for me, the, the, one of the most memorable shows of my life was Red Rocks, just because it's Red Rocks. Mm -hmm. It was pouring rain. The show sold out. And, it rained the entire show and no one left. So no. I don't know if that was my biggest audience connection. Um, Detroit's always good, man. You know, I always, there's people there that you see that have been there from day one. Yeah. Um, Kansas I, city. I got to say that last show with the live that just came out, that was pretty epic in London. Yeah. London, London is always good, man. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we got to play Portugal for the first time. That, Ooh, that felt good. really good. That was a wild crowd. Um, you know, I, I, you know, my goal is, and I, I say this to myself, you know, we all individually kind of pray before we go on stage. And I say to myself every night, you know, look everyone in the eye. And that by, by that, I mean, look, I'm trying to make eye contact with every single person I can make eye contact with from the front row to the back of the arena every night. Because, you know, I remember being that kid, man, and being in the back of the arena. And if I felt like somebody looked at me, like that made my year, not yeah. not my night, my life, you know. So I try to remember that, man. You know, who he's known this about me a long time. I, at least once every couple of weeks, I go and sit up at the very top of the arena when people are walking in, hmm. and just kind of watch them come in because it's like to me. And like I'm I'm <laughs> I'm trying not to get emotional talking about this right now, but like. I'm still that kid in the crowd, right? Like I'm still yeah. the, the kid who goes to watch shows. So like when I say that I, 
it's hard for me to believe that we are where we are. Like, I want people to take into account that, like, I mean that. Like, I don't, I think it's a total fluke that I am where I am. Like, it, it doesn't, it, it seems fake. And uh, so for me, like, I take those moments really seriously to, to be up there in front of those crowds every night, you know, because I know a lot of bands don't get to play on that level that we get to play it. And that's the fans. So it's like I try to make a connection with every single one of those people every single night. Even if I'm having a bad day, you know, that's my goal is I want to make eye contact with everybody. So, but yeah, Detroit, Kansas City, Orlando, hmm. London, Portugal, those are the shows that I remember the most of, I think. Off the top Very of my cool. head. Hey, Zach, it's Dylan here. I was just going to ask you a question. If you couldn't be in Shinedown, what band would you be in out of all the bands in the world? Uh, that's my little dirt bike. That's my little dirt bike buddy. Um, <laughs> we, uh, great question, Dylan. Um, I would want to be, it's weird, man. You know, I go see bands that are like super heavy and like, so I would, one, one or two bands, I would be in like, like a, like a super emo band, like the used. Hmm. Cause I think that would be fun. Or U uh, two obviously, which is my favorite band of all time. So all right. those are that's those are those are my answers to that. And hi, Dylan. All right. <laughs> all right. And uh, our next question is from. Hey Zach, it's Lennon. So how how do you make chocolate chips? <laughs> what did he say? I didn't hear. How do you make it. chocolate chips? How do you make chocolate chips? Uh, I think you just you take cho- you take warm chocolate. And then you put them. You you take drops of it, and you put them on a a, a, a a parchment paper, and then you just you sub freeze them. Okay, I'm gonna I, try that I, with it, them. It's probably similar to if you've ever seen the movie Willy Wonka. Then yep. they show at the beginning, right, how they make like Hershey kisses. So it's yep, probably exactly. like very similar, right? Just it's mini mini similar, Hershey kisses. Yeah, yeah it's really. I guess a Hershey kiss is just a big chocolate chip. Yeah, right? that's true. That's all just it is. A big ass chocolate giant, chip. You just you just make the chocolate chip bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And our last question is from our regular uh, Jeff, uh, Red Cup Jeff. Hey, Mork and Hoogie. It's Red Cup Jeff checking in again. This time I got a question for Zach Myers of Jacksonville's own Shinedown. So legend has it, this guy has amazing collection of guitars. Some of the best in the world. Over two, three hundred. So, if I was to ask... If he was only allowed to take three pairs of shoes, what would they be? Which pairs? And does he really still collect Uggs? Can't wait to hear the answer. Please, keep us informed. Thanks. Till next time. Funny enough. Wait. I'm what? sorry. Please tell me you collect Uggs? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> what a strange uh, What a strange question because it went from guitars to shoes. <laughs> It's, <laughs> he's it's a Red strange guy. So, I mean, he, he you know, still doesn't get your name right, Mark. Uh, I'm over it. I'm just done. I'm done um, with him. If I could take three pairs of shoes. All right. Now we got to, I got to go mobile now. Hold on. All right, Do you have that mobile. many shoes? Really? Oh, Jesus. His shoe room's bigger oh, than his guitar room. Uh, it's over 800 <laughs> pair. Yeah. Get out of here. Here, hold on. Stop here, it. I'll, I'll start. We'll start. So, here. We'll start oh, over here. My God. Start over here. Wow! It just, just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Um, obviously, the first pair the, that I'm taking, uh, the Shine Down, the Shine Down Air Jordan One. That's pretty sweet. 
Um, what else am I taking? Um, there's a there's a really special M&M M&M four in here. That's a very very rare shoe. This shoe it's made out of Carhartt. Yeah. And it's got the the Jason mask on the back. That's pretty sweet. Uh, I would mostly just take this shoe because if everything if I had to get rid of everything I could sell this shoe for like twenty two thousand dollars. Stop so. it right now. Yeah, Dude. and then um. Third shoe I'm taking. What's my third shoe I'm taking? Uh, I'd probably take. This Soulfly Three, which is also in the. If I sold, it would be in like the twenty thousand dollar range. What? Yeah. What shoes, man? Dude, you got to You got to Google, man. Shoes are shoes are. Well, thing. no, yes, I, I I became aware of the big sneaker craze. I watched a um, Jeff Goldblum show on on Disney on Plus, Disney. and he had one about uh, shoes and it's sneakers crazy, man. and stuff. And, it's, a, um, it's a big it's a big world out there. Do man. you? I would assume that you have those insured of so, I do. somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, smart man. Uh, so really quick, because you mentioned the uh, the Jason. You got some masks behind you there. Um, what is what is the deal with you? And uh, or sorry, yeah, what's the deal there? <laughs> I have more. I have more right here. There's another one. Mike, this is this is Michael one of my Myers. favorite ones. So you know the the Michael Myers mask was yeah. Was, they in in 1977 when they made the movie, um, they filmed it in like April, so there was no like Halloween masks you know what i mean like so they went to a hardware store and they found an old emmett kelly like the sad clown emmett kelly mask and they found a william shatner star trek mask yeah that was the two masks they found so i had and they just all they did was rip off the sideburns and they just they spray painted it white fish belly white so i had my friend uh rick make me this is a half william shatner (laughs) half michael myers mask so this is actually kind of what the mask originally looked like over here. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. this is a half. This is a, a half and half. But yeah. Um. My name is so a lot. Some people may not know my name is Michael Myers. That's my real name. Is it really? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well. And I've been <laughs> obsessed. I've been obsessed with Halloween since I was a kid. So that's that's kind of where the masks came from. All right. So how many masks? How many do you have? Uh. <laughs> Uh, probably like twenty. Wow. Yeah. Do you and I, I assume you wear them stuff. around the house, scare the kids? Uh, yeah. And actually, my friend Rick did a really cool thing, and he made uh, to scale the exact replica of the Halloween one mask for my son that fits my four-year-old son. Oh my god. My oh. wife hates it. Of course hates she does. It. <laughs> That's great. Hates it. Awesome. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we got some questions answered from Zach Myers. We'll come back really quick and we'll wrap up Zach Myers' Shandown right here on The Mark and Hoogie Show. Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com. DeanBlundell.com is Canada's premier blog and podcast network. Our unique group of broadcasters, athletes, writers, and production specialists cover platforms that range from music, sports, radio and television, marketing, self-help, and even comedy. 11 podcasts, over 20 bloggers. Pure content madness. Check it out for yourself at DeanBlundell.com. 
Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today. Hey, what's up? This is Mike Mushock with Stained in Santa Sonia. You're watching the Mark and Hoogie Show. Hey, what's up? It is the Mark and Hoogie Show. Zach Myers from Shinedown, our guest uh, today on the show. Thanks for joining us today, man. Always appreciate it. And uh, again, um... And you got your new project as well, Smith and Myers, which you guys have read now released a couple songs and videos from that. And uh, like you said, some new Shinedown stuff in the works. So yeah, uh, that should be interesting as well, man. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Absolutely, buddy. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. And hopefully we can uh, see you guys soon as well. Hopefully, hopefully we'll we see you sooner soon. than later. Yes. I know Hoogie's very, very anxious to get on the road. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, I can tell. Very much so. Yeah. And so am I. <laughs> Awesome. There you go. Uh, Zach Myers from Shinedown and Smith and Myers, our guest this week on the Mark and Hoogie Show. See you, buddy. The Mark and Hoogie Show. Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com.